Welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I am your host, Stuart Deming, and today's episode is brought to you by ExploreTours.com. If you're wanting to learn about the city of Nashville, come take a walking tour with us. You can head over to ExploreTours.com, and uh, you can use the code ND10 to take 10% off of your Nashville history walking tour over at ExploreTours.com. This tour is a two-hour-long tour, and uh, we learn about the incredible history of Nashville from the founding to today and what's happening in the future. And joining me on today's show is a friend of the podcast. He's a filmmaker. Uh, his name is Jordan Hyde. Woo! Woo! Yeah! I'm back, baby! Every uh, every every time you I'm have back. Every time you have the best. I am back. I cannot believe it's been a while. Dude, I cannot believe that I am here for this historic day. Yeah. One thousand episodes today. Yes! Way to go, Nashville Daily Podcast. It's actually episode one thousand and seventy-five. <laughs> you missed the celebration. Okay, Jordan. I'm really disappointed right we now. We invited you for the thousand, but you were out of town. You said all important dates that I would be here. Yeah. That all important day. I told my wife this morning, my friends 1, need me. Episode 1000. Yeah. Let's do this. Well, we you're telling me I'm we 71 could... late? 74 late. Good. I'm really disappointed right now. It's okay. We, we can pretend it's episode 1000 because in my heart, it's episode 1000. Jordan, who are you and what do you do? Well, I run around tables to start the morning at 8, 836. That's, That's the clock. like 14 minutes fast. Oh, dang. It's yeah. early, man. I'm in for it. I look tired. Look at me. I look tired. Real tired. Um, my name's Jordan. Last name Hyde. Put them together. It says Jordan Hyde. Um, I make documentaries and TV shows and feature films and commercials. And I haven't done a music video in a while, but those will happen sometimes. Yeah, I think the last, was the last music video that we did was like a year ago together. Um, we did one. We did it in a Lipscomb. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, in that, that awesome. House. Yeah, that house. That was so much fun. That was real cool. That's been a while. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll link that uh, music video in the show notes. Uh, Jordan, you've been working on some really awesome projects recently. And uh, what's been the biggest project you've worked on in the last year? Well, uh, for the last 11 months of my life, I have been embedded with the WWE. I started, um, when was it? Started with them in May last year, working on a documentary for the Iron Sheik, who was one of the um, one of the like pioneers back in the day. He was like nineteen eighties wrestler, right? Yeah, like seventies yeah. and eighties. Oh, okay. Yeah, seventies and eighties. He was big in the seventies. Um, he was like, if everyone's like, oh, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, he was before Hulk Hogan, and he's the reason. He's actually the reason Hulk Hogan is as big as he is is because of him. Because he was the ultimate heel to the ultimate, you know, baby face. Mm -hmm. And Iron Sheik actually held the title and Hulk won it from him. Oh, interesting. And that was the the stardom kind of rise of all of that that happened. Okay. So um, I was with them, started, started on that project. Uh, it took us about two months to do. Um, it's out now. It's on A&E. Um, hour-long documentary could have probably gone four, should have gone four, wow. but you know, yeah, those who make decisions that aren't me, it, like the adults, budgets and all that, yeah, stuff. yeah, mm -hmm, that stuff. So, um, it's really good. It was a lot of fun. Really nice guy, super sweet. Loved listening to his story. Listen to other stories about him. Um, 
he was the one who not only is kind of responsible for Hulk Hogan, but he's also responsible for the curtain being pulled back on the wrestling world of it actually being fake and not being real and everybody thinking that it's so real because he got caught. Uh, he got pulled over with Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a they were driving from one show to the next and they were in the car together but they were rivals right? bitter yeah. rivals right yeah. and so at that time you weren't supposed we didn't know that it wasn't real that they were supposed to hate each other but little did we know they're all they're actually like best yeah friends. yeah the majority of them are all you know good buddies i'm sure there's some who don't like each other but whatever that's not the not the tale that's being told out in the ring right mm-hmm. they got pulled over and everybody lost their mind and went, wait, what? You two were in a car together? And that was the first kind of like lift of the veil of mm-hmm. seeing behind the curtain and going, what the heck is actually going on? So that's a big chunk of uh, the documentary in there as well. And then his life coming over from Iran and getting here and learning wrestling and growing up and doing all that. It's pretty neat. That, yeah, that's so awesome. And then you, you've also had the opportunity to film multiple documentaries for the NHL, for the NFL. Uh, you, you have you have been in that space for a long time, and uh, you've done some incredible things. So what's your thoughts on the new Tennessee Titans stadium that was approved recently? Well, we have another thing that we have to talk about that I just finished. What's that, Cletus? Well, or the d- other WWE. The other WWE. Let's talk about that, yeah. Um, it's called Most Wanted Treasures. It's out right now. Episode 3 just aired on Sunday on A&E. We're in Nashville. It airs at 8 p.m., our first episode was with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Was that awesome? I got to tell you, um, your boy had a moment when he met him. I had to. I actually. I never. I never geek out. I never yeah, yeah, get. Yeah. I never have those moments of like, oh, this is this person. We showed up to his house. We filmed out on his ranch out in Nevada. Yep. And he walked up and I looked at him, I shook his hand and I went for a moment. Holy crap. This is stone cold. Steve Austin out of all people. What the heck am I doing with my life that (laughs) I am at his house shaking his hand? This is nuts. Um, that was pretty freaking wild. Um, but that was, that was the other eight months of the 10 that was going on that I finished that. And I was with them. We were on the road every week, five, six days a week, traveling from one city to the next. We'd we'd land somewhere. We would unpack. We would shoot. We would shoot the next day. We would pack back up, get on a plane on Wednesday, wash, rinse, repeat. It was three flights a week, five days a week. It was brutal, but totally worth it. Real crew was absolutely amazing. I was with Mick Foley all the time, who actually lives here in Franklin. And I was with- That uh, one's easy. Yeah. Just drive down. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just drive down, Mick. It's great. Yeah. Um, with him and then with uh, Lita okay. from back in the day. Yep. Um, she was with us all the time as well. And then Booker T was with us a bunch. And then from there, we went around to different superstars all over the country and did interviews with them and found some cool memorabilia from back in the day when we all used to watch it. Yeah, yeah. The um, I haven't watched it recently. Like, I haven't watched it at all in the last probably five years. But it's a it's a thing that my grandma and I would watch together, and so the WWE has a lot of memories for me because I would watch it with my grandma, which was always a fun time. Uh, what was your favorite memory, or what's your favorite moment filming this entire project? Ooh, ooh that is a real good question. Um, I I had a lot of really kind of 
moments. The the two biggest ones were meeting Stone Cold face to face and then meeting Hulk Hogan face to face. Those were my two really like uh, I need to check myself for a second. Um, all the other ones were it. Nothing was bad. Every those were just the height of because of who I was a fan of as a kid growing up and all of that. But the other ones were so many different incredible things. Um, hanging out with Triple H in the office and realizing he's now the boss. Like when we started shooting this, Vince all, McMahon retired. All all of that stuff yep. went down. Yeah, we started shooting two weeks late, two three weeks later. All the stuff with Vince goes down. Vince leaves. Right, goes away. Everyone thinks like, oh, Vince was gone. He's fired. Vince had full control still. Like he was, yep. you know, he never left the company, right? He left, but he didn't leave. Triple H becomes in charge. All of that stuff starts going on. It's crazy. It's nuts. We're having a great time. It was the 25th year anniversary of Raw. Wow. What happened while we were filming. Yeah, yeah. That took place. And then all of a sudden now we were still filming. Well, I mean, we had, we did. SummerSlam, we had Royal Rumble, we had Survivor Series, and we finished with WrestleMania out in L.A. We're still filming after WrestleMania. That's how long we were going with this thing. And all of a sudden, Vince is now back for the sale of the company, and all this stuff is going on. So we kind of had, we never had any insider information or anything, but we were just, we were in it when all of this was going on and experiencing it and seeing how people were reacting and doing all that stuff. It was pretty stinking crazy. What are your thoughts on, because the company that owns the UFC bought the WWE, correct? Right. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? None. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's They're, they're going to provide entertainment yeah. regardless. It's, it's going to be business as usual. Nothing's going to change. They're just, they just, people made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. That's it. All right. So let's get back to that Titan Stadium. Okay, go on. Uh, so you, you've had the opportunity to travel to multiple cities around the country to be in all of these stadiums to film the documentaries that you've, you've, you've done. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the approved Titan Stadium that's coming to Nashville? I'm pretty hyped on it now. At first, I was very leery as to what was going on because there was, I think there were so many different talks of where it was going to be, what it was going to look like, who was paying for it. That was my biggest thing. And what was going to transpire with having a new stadium and all of that stuff. And then now that everything's gone down and from what I've read, I don't know all the specifics. I'm sure you probably know a heck of a lot more than I do. There was seeing what's like what the agreement was mm -hmm. seems to be really fair as far as what they're getting as a team and then what is happening as a city. I mean, what's happening as a city is what's happening as a city, I guess, to me. Why do you think Nashville will never get to the level of the SoFi Stadium? I don't know if there's the money behind it. Okay. Right? And all, all the different facets of how the money comes about, right? Is there, that's, is that, it, that's around, around SoFi, is it all like mixed-use development of restaurants and stuff like that, too? No. Okay. No. That's you, just parking lots primarily? You have the NFL building. Mm -hmm. right across the street, like you, your little walkway, doo -doo 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 -doo, yep. and then NFL building, and then walkway, and then SoFi Stadium. Okay. Outside of that, parking lots, houses. It's literally in the middle of suburban. Interesting. Yeah. Is there is there restaurants, like, that are on the property of SoFi? I know, like, there's restaurants inside for the games and all that stuff. None but, that I saw. 
okay, while so I was walking around. There's, I, I, I mean, there's some little like markets and things like that that are in the suburban areas, mm-hmm. but it's not a, it's not a mixed use space by any means that says, oh, well, we're gonna go hang out at SoFi this weekend. That doesn't happen. Yeah, I think Nashville's re- gonna be in a really interesting position. Um, there's only two things I can think of: is the Cubs Stadium in Chicago, and which should Louis. never go away. Yeah, well, yeah, and then the St. Louis Stadium uh, with all the restaurants surrounding uh, for baseball. Uh, so I think Nashville is going to be a really interesting place for hosting the NFL games. But I think the really cool thing is the potential of having maybe a mixed-use area around the new Titan Stadium that's going to impact that economic area even more. How much are they going to add around there? A lot. Uh, so there's the, because if it, it is going from. That's not me. I thought it's there's mine. construction happening at my house, so oh, I had okay. to see if my yeah. wife was calling to be like, they screwed it up or you're going to kill me. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Stadium is in its current spot. Mm-hmm. All it's doing is essentially moving east mm-hmm. into that parking lot right there. Yep. And then old stadium, bye-bye. There's, Let's do so things. They're, they're turning it, that into a park. Okay. So a lot of the concern with developing the East Bank is the flooding. And in the 2010 flood, we saw how devastating that was for that area. So what they're doing with that park is they're putting all these underwater or underground water reserve systems that are going to be able to be able to hold all of the rainwater in that area. So they're going to turn the old stadium into a park, and then the surrounding corridor around the stadium is going to be all mixed use. So restaurants, hotels, uh, there's talk that TPAC is going to be relocated there. Uh, so there, there's a lot happening. I have to show you after this. I have to show you all the renderings and ideas of what's happening around the stadium. Are they going to get rid of parking? Yes, that's cool. I'm kind of in for that. Uh, so the Metro Council passed the um, it's some type of parking law where developers don't have to build a certain requirement of parking. So the interesting thing is like, where is people going to tailgate? That's a, that's a really big question. Sure. Um, they're saying that they could potentially use this park. There's other, it depends on the mixed use buildings around there. Are they going to have open space and park space where people can come tailgate? How are people going to get there? So there's the rapid bus lines that they're going to be building. There's all oh, this. There's they all these suck things. at that. They're yeah. so bad. It's, um, it's, it's interesting because they're really trying to focus on, especially in that area called the East Bank. So that's where the, the stadium is now. Um, they're really trying to focus on having rapid bus lanes. And I'm like, I think you guys are missing an opportunity of like a monorail or a lifted yeah. type elevated system. Absolutely. That can go through that, those boulevards and through those roads. I'll show you all the renderings after that. Uh, but another topic I wanted to bring up with you is recently Mayor John Cooper proposed a entertainment and film commission for the city of Nashville. Oh, he finally did? We've been saying that for years. Yeah. Hold on, I gotta get comfortable. This is we're gonna do some weird stuff here. What if I hold this? That's Aaron, good. is this cool? I'm good like this. Are you, this yeah, feels you're still right. in focus. All right, cool. Yeah. This is um I'm gonna on my belly. On your I'm belly. gonna rest it your on belly my belly. Mic. Uh so what's your thoughts on us finally having a film and entertainment commission in the city of Nashville? Do you As, think it's going to allow more like movies and TV shows to be filmed here? It all depends on what kind of tax break that is going to happen. I don't know if there's any. If there is no tax break, nothing's going to change. So from the state of Tennessee, there's the new tax break uh, that Aaron and I covered a few months ago. Um, and that's really nuanced in the sense of how the, how they've done it. And I can't remember the numbers for that. I don't know if the city of Nashville is going to give a tax break like the state of Tennessee has. 
it's all going to come down to how much productions can save, right? Yep. And that's how that's how Atlanta became Atlanta because Georgia said, "Hey, we're going to uh, we're going to essentially pay you back for shooting here." And Atlanta went nuts. Mm-hmm. Then Louisiana did the same thing. Louisiana has been a massive one. They've had massive tax breaks. Ohio was doing the same thing. Um, that's why all that's why all these companies from New York and L.A. started going and filming in these different areas for all different types of projects because they were able to get all of these breaks and cut their cost down basically. Um, so I don't I I didn't even know we had one as Tennessee because. I've been living so, in yeah, a we WWE have, world for yeah, forever. We have, we, have, we have the Tennessee Film Commission, and they introduced um, some type of tax breaks. I can't remember what the breakdown is uh, for filmmakers and, and movies to really incentivize them here. And I can't I can't remember the numbers. I don't have them in front of me. But there there's a big incentive. It's not really talked about. What do you think about filming documentaries and stuff in this city? I think it's it, I think it's more feasible that more documentaries will be filmed than television shows. I think you'll get a combo of both, okay. really. You have so many interesting people in this town. Like we've we're flooded with just artists from all different walks of life, all yep. different genres of being in an art form, right? Everything. So you have endless stories to tell here um, with people that you can sit down and people you brush shoulders with and be like, Oh, I saw so-and-so over here or whatever, you know, so easy with that. Um, TV shows you can do anywhere. Right. Um, I mean, every, all the TV show stuff you would see here is going to be the reality type stuff. Um, so unless once these quote unquote, um, the, you know, movie studio that's supposedly coming up in like Hendersonville area. Yeah. So there's that huge soundstage in Hendersonville. Right. There's another soundstage being built in Fairview. There's another soundstage coming to Spring Hill. So um, if, those, if those happen, yep. if those happen, then you'll we'll have a lot more to kind of choose from mm-hmm. as far as what type of TV shows and movies can be done here because you'll have access to all that. Outside of that, you're you're in a pocket of kind of like a reality world or your production is based solely on, like the show Nashville, it's based solely on the town and the area that it is and so your your backdrop and everything you do your art department is what's already there and you're just enhancing or changing things out a little bit whereas a soundstage you can create whatever the heck you want and do whatever you want have you been to uh view vu studios not uh, not here i've been to their other ones before but Mm -hmm. not the one that's been here yet no it's a it's It's, a it's a Oh, phenomenal studio. What a thing. Uh, it's so cool. So t- t- tell somebody, since you've been to one, tell somebody what it is. Well, it's basically a way for me to lose my job. Yes. Is what it is. My career is going down the toilet. Well, it was already going down the toilet in the first place. I'm not any good. Um, but it's going even more down the toilet because all of the computer and technologies and stuff, and now you have these massive LED walls that are computer-generated for the backdrop through Unreal Engine Five, whatever it or is, whatever, yeah. Don't whatever. even know yeah. how they do it because that's brain stuff that I don't have. But you can build an entire world, and where the camera moves, the wall moves. 
It's crazy. So if you've ever seen the TV show Mandalorian. The whole thing was shot on The that. whole thing was shot in a studio like that. And so the only thing you have to build in that sense is, is a general set, is, like sand. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. You build what's in that little pocket where the actors are and where they're moving around. That's the area you build. Everything else behind that, the sky is all fake. Mm -hmm. the, the background mountains are all fake. Yep. All of that stuff just gets rendered into that. Yeah, and even the flying scenes, like for the Mandalorian, they yep. filmed it there too. Yep. And they just had yep. yeah, like this LED walls moving. Yes, yep. they moved with the camera. So wherever the camera moves and points, that's how the background moves. You can program it to do whatever the heck you want it to do, which is, I mean... They're doing people are doing music videos with oh, yeah. it now. They're doing commercials, all, uh, commercials galore. It's yep. great for car commercials mm -hmm. because they can simulate the car moving and doing all that stuff. I'm a big fan of actually using real life spaces yeah, and yeah. doing that and not, you know, the other stuff. Not to say that there's not a place for it or that it can't be done. I'm just a fan of the old stuff, but that's because I'm old. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How, if people are pursuing a dream here in Nashville, so a few people move here to pursue music, people pursue healthcare here. That healthcare is our largest industry by far. Uh, tourism has incredible numbers. Over twenty-seven billion dollars were spent in twenty twenty-two for tourism in the state of Tennessee. Uh, about wow, eight billion of that was in Nashville. The rest of it was East Tennessee and maybe a little bit West Tennessee. Um, if somebody was an aspiring filmmaker, what advice would you give them if they were trying to live here in Nashville and make it in the film world? Give up. It's a lie. <laughs> why, why is that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Just go to work. You know? It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter where you're at or what you're trying to do. Just, yeah. just go to work. If you're an artist, stop trying to wait to be inspired by something like, oh, I'm not inspired today. I can't do this. I can't do Shut up and go to work. Yeah. Just do it. Just pick it up. Pick up the camera. Pick up the the paintbrush. You know, pick up the guitar. Pick up the drum set. Whatever it is you're doing. Just do it. And do it again the next day. And then do it again the day after that. And yeah. then both days after that. And you and you you could speak into that because you were a traveling musician for a long time. I've uh I've done both I and was, then now you're a filmmaker so like you've you've done both of those creative outlets professionally yeah. for a long time i mean for the majority of my life since i was yeah. 15 so i was touring i started touring when i was 15 and now i'm 39 so i did music for carry the two um yeah somewhere like nine ten years okay and then from there i got i went into the film world yeah what are your thoughts on, um, let's see how to word this. What are your thoughts on where Nashville is right now as like a culture and as a city? Honest opinion? Yeah. Not a fan. In, in, in what regards? I like the older stuff. We've go, go more into detail. You like the older stuff. So I guess I like older Nashville better, right? That's less populated, less the it city kind of had more of that just old school, good vibe country feel. And now everything is becoming this. I, I feel like they're trying to turn Nashville into LA or Las Vegas mm -hmm. or New York or just some big city. You know, I mean, we always, it's always like, Oh, Nash Vegas, Nash Vegas. And I'm like, oh, Vegas sucks. Yeah. I can stay in Vegas for two days and that's it. And then get me the heck out of there. Mm -hmm. I need to go. And I feel like the more, the more, the more we keep doing, like we're getting rid of all these amazing old buildings 
and we're ripping stuff down to put up what new your architecture sucks bud yeah it's the, terrible the, the modern architecture in nashville is, is rough it's terrible yeah it's not good at all and we're all we're doing is we're building all these massive skyscrapers to what make apartments for people that aren't moving here anymore they're not moving here we oversaturated it was like oh yeah nashville's so cool and now everyone's like okay cool yeah nashville's cool that's it we're we're not that massive influx isn't happening anymore mm -hmm. it's calmed down so all of your buildings are just they're just buildings taking up the landscape like that dumb one that they built when you're driving up 65 mm -hmm. coming up from brentwood and franklin mm -hmm. and you kind of get to that moment right there just past wedgwood and all of a sudden you see downtown Oh, you don't anymore because that dumb, oh, the stupid Albion. build. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. That exactly. dumb building right there yeah, exactly ruined everything. About. Yeah, ruined it, the it, entire it ruined driving. the entire view. Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah, not a fan of that. It's, I like the. I, I like. I like seeing. I like being around the older stuff where, you know, like look at what Broadway's become. Like yeah, yeah. Broadway's just become this place of debauchery. Uh, yeah, this yeah. just this drunken fest of bar after bar, and guess what? They're all basically the same. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many omer owners are there in that little pocket? Five. Six. Yeah, right? Yeah. Five maybe, or six. Maybe ten. And yeah. they, they own it all. Fine. Good for them. Good on you. You you know, you pulled it off. You did your thing. That's great. Mm -hmm. Happy for you. At the same time, can we have a little mix-up? Like, do something different? There's a Raisin Kings going into downtown. What's going into downtown? Raisin Kings, the, the chicken oh. restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see your reaction on that one. Christ, help us all. Yeah. <laughs> Please just help us all. You've got to be kidding. That's what we need? Yeah. That's what that we need. old and FedEx building on Broadway. That's what we need. I mean, brilliant for them because they're going to sell a lot of chicken because a uh, lot of drunk people gonna are going to go, oh, let me just get that. Let me get that. Good grief. But every they're all the same. Yeah, yeah. They're all the darn same. The only ones that are different are Layla's and Robert's, yep. which are the two that I go to yep. if I'm going down there because it's actually playing country music. The other stuff, I was, what was I in? It was a couple of weeks ago. I had some friends from Chicago in town, excuse me, for a bachelor party, right? And I happened to be in town and I got to join and hang out, which was fun. Great for me. I'm never in town. I got to see them and hang out. They obviously wanted to go to Broadway and hang out. Their favorite place, Jason Aldean's. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Been in there a handful of times. We go in there, and we're hanging out on that main floor, and the music that was being played, I, I they were playing Fallout Boy. Yeah, yeah. They ended up playing Miley Cyrus. What are you people doing? This is supposed to be country music. This was supposed to be the home of country music. I understand there's other music that is great. I I love it. I listen to it. I used to play it for crying out loud. However, this is country music. Can we please play some country music? Like real country music? Mm -hmm. Not not this pop stuff that's going on or whatever. Like can we just a little, please? Can we put the fiddle back in? Give me some more steel guitar? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Man. We've uh we've been asking this question to a lot of people that have been in the arts world. Uh, is Music City losing its branding? So, like, the we have the nickname Music City. Are we losing our branding? I would think so. It feels like it, at least. Can we go it, deeper with that? Well, I think it goes into w that conversation we were just in of you don't have an identity anymore. The identity was country music, and we were Music City for country music because not, not just country music. Like, that does... 
there's so many rock. Like I used to live uh, right down the street from Steven Tyler mm-hmm. when he bought a house here, yep. right? And even half of his band was like right down the yep. street. And so you have all different types of music here, and you have people that come in and they love it, and that's great. But that's kind of what that's what it was. It was country music, southern rock. It, it had that feeling, and now it's just bleh. It doesn't feel like you come here to go. I'm into country music. I'm doing this. It is. What is your age? How good do you look on screen? Can you sing? Can you not sing? Doesn't matter. We can auto tune anything and make your voice sound good. We can heck. We can even do it live. We don't. It doesn't have to be in a studio. All you have to do is look good, and we can make you good. So there's not actual talent of some people that are happening. It's just, oh, well, that person knows that person, so we're going to give them a record deal, and we're going to do this. So it feels very, it just feels very forced and very corporate curated. Yeah, I agree. As opposed to, as opposed to, you know, back in the day, finding Garth Brooks on Broadway at Legends, right? Like that, that was holy cow. Yep. That's why you came here. That's why everyone has all these dreams of coming to Nashville and doing all this stuff because they think that's where they're going to get found and that's how someone's going to find them. And cool, great for you. If you're really good, someone's going to find you. Yeah. Right? But now it's not, it's not that. It's artificial. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But speaking of dreams, uh, there's a lot of people moving here to open new restaurants. I'm in for and, it. Do it. Uh, Keep doing that. It's it's awesome. Keep doing that. Uh, so talk about talk chubby about some, boy uh, over here wants more food. T- talk about some of your uh, local favorites that you've been to recently. Oh, where were we? Local fit. I went to E3 Chop okay. House. How was that? The other day uh, for the first time. Real good. Real hyped on it. Um, it's Luke Bryan's, right? One. He's yeah. Like, he's part owner of it. Yeah, part owner. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, they've got a Right when you walk in, they have a bar and just allocated bottles from three, like three shelves worth of just beautiful, amazing bourbons. Mm. If you're into that, so much stuff from E.H. Taylor stuff to like rare Weller bottles, stuff like that. Like the Pappy, I'm not into Pappy. It's the same thing as Weller. It's just overpriced. Yeah. Um, they've got different. They had a, a couple different ultra rare bland stuff. Some. Yeah, there's other stuff too. How, um, how was the steak? It was good. Okay, I had that. Um, I had the tomahawk. Oh, nice. Um, ribeye. Yeah, real good. Brought some home. Had it. Steak and eggs the next day. Oh, that's fantastic. I couldn't finish the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm soft. It's a it's a tomahawk. <laughs> what is it? Twenty ounces. I, I think yeah, something like that. Okay, somewhere in there. D and I shared it. We still couldn't finish it. Okay, and brought it home, and then had a whole nother meal of like steak and eggs with it. Wow, that's fantastic. It was huge, man. Yeah. I couldn't even get close to finishing that. Well, but some, it was, well, there's some I other, loved it. Well, there's some other locals that you, favorites have you gone to? Um, well, with the new house that we moved into last year, um, my new favorite place is Nadine's. Yep. Over, kind of out by where we live, um, over in Hermitage. Yep. Super, super good. Just a great little... Diner, yeah, small type, dinery yeah. type place. Just a fun little neighborhood local. There's stuff. a there's a relatively new Italian restaurant in Hermitage. It's in one of the shopping centers. I can't remember which one. The guy is from Sicily, 
and he opened this place like two years ago. And it's from what I've heard, it's this hole in the wall, and it's supposed to be the best Italian food in Nashville. You find it? Let me know. Yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get the name and I'll text it to you. Um, have you been to Yolan or El Forno? Uh, any of those Italian restaurants yet? Nope, haven't been to any of them. Okay, I, I would recommend them. They're fantastic. Uh, Jordan, where could uh, people follow you on social media? Um, you can go to I am Jordan Hyde. Um, that's on that Instagram thingy. And then uh, my other one is my company, which is FPS Films. Um, those two on there. And then uh, jordanhyde.com and then fpsfilms.co would be uh, the only way to do it. I try to get on there. See what happens. Yeah, you'll see what happens. You know? Jordan, thank you for coming on to the show. It's Are we a, cutting it's me off? Pleasure. Yeah. We're cutting me off? There's a time limit. Yeah! Yeah, I have Woo! to I have to go to uh, take care of pest control. Dang, we could have gone for like <laughs> two more hours. Oh, dude, Easy. we could easily go for I two hours. I could just talk for days. None of it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's just all rambling. Well, maybe next time when you come on, we'll talk about aliens. And is there aliens in Nashville? We didn't get to any of that? No. Aaron, you're letting this happen right now? You're playing me off? I can hear the music. I'm... Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.